Welcome to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN Network. Come join us as we study the Word of God together. Go get your Bible and let's see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. with him, you might as well bow down and worship. Amen. Amen. God has been a good God. Welcome to Walking True Christian Fellowship Church. For all the listeners around the world, we hope that you hear something that will encourage you, inspire you, and maybe ask the age-old question, what must I do to be saved? We want to thank you today for coming and enjoying some time with us. We don't take it lightly if you choose to worship with us and enjoy our service. But now we're going to begin, like we normally begin, with an exaltation with Minister K. And Deacon Marvin, but first I want to tell you something. I want I, I, I want to just give a word of wisdom. The Bible itself. Somebody give me a Bible. I want a paper Bible. Anyway, I don't care what size. I don't care who what it is. Oh, thank you. This is the revelation of God. Amen. Amen. Y'all, y'all see what I'm saying? You don't need no more revelation other than this. This is your revelation right here. Your problem. Pastor, your problem, Venus, y'all, your problem, Saint says, y'all open it up and just spec illumination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I sent a text this morning. There is no illumination without faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Faithfulness is the key to unlock its illumination. Why would God give you the sword of truth and you still swinging it like a little child? Right, right, right. Oh, boy. See, I don't want to preach this thing, but but it's been brought to my attention. That 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 the Bible tells us not to be novices. I know y'all say this. You need to read it for yourself, but you need to read it for yourself. But you need to know what you read. I know I won't get no amens on that one because see, we got too many long rangers in the body. How you gonna be a long ranger in the body of Christ? I think the Ethiopian eunuch was riding along and had the word of God with him. And, and, and Philip was dispatched to him because he really wanted to know. He had the revelation, but he didn't have no illumination. He had went to church and went to worship and got the word, was riding back home. Come on, Pastor. And God said, that man really want to know. Let me send him somebody going to teach him the word of God. And when he ran up beside him, this Ethiopian eunuch that was a, a prince within itself, the, the guard over Candace's uh, riches and fortune, he said, he said, the man, Philip said, do you understand what you read? He said, you know what? No, I don't understand. I don't know who he's talking about in Isaiah. He said, but I need some man to teach me. And when Philip taught him the word of God, it illuminated to him. And he said, is there any reason that I can't be baptized? See, I get it. I get it. Because the Bible says in Judges, Everyone, what Venus does, what is right, is what in his own eyes, and we're still doing that today. You had every excuse, every reason, and then you go play Long Ranger, and then you wonder why you still don't know no more than you knew before. You think you know, but you only know what you think you know. You don't know for sure because if you knew for sure, you give this what you know to somebody else. Come on, then. All I'm saying, saints of God, this is all I'm saying. I'm talking around the world. You got to get taught. You can't get this on your own. Then you go to the scripture says, oh, well, God said he's going to hide it in our hearts. He talking to the Israelites who already had the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, you only get that when it's illuminated to you. You'll grab something and say, that belongs to us. No, it don't. Thank you. 
Context means a lot. So you want to live under the Old Testament. I just listened to all of Deuteronomy and all Leviticus. No, you don't. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, this is the revelation, and faithfulness gives you the illumination. If you're not faithful in every aspect of your life, to the body that you're in, to what's being taught from the body that you're in, and without, you're not being faithful. So that's why you're struggling. Why would he, you, somebody tell me, anybody right now, why would he give you this sword and you still a novice? He told Timothy, I charge you to teach faithful men. What kind of men, Pastor? Faithful men. That's right. Who's going to teach faithful people? I get it. You only want a little bit, but you claim you want a lot. But it takes time. It takes faithfulness. Faithfulness is measured in time. You can't be faithful today and unfaithful tomorrow and expect God. God see that. It has to be a slow drip consistency. Some of you try to bite off more than you can chew. And then you get frustrated. Well, all you had to do is go slowly. Oh, I'm encouraging you. Again, if it hurt, it need to. If it don't hurt, if it ain't you I'm talking to, I ain't talking to you. But that's my job. I want to see all of y'all grow up to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Read what the, what the, what the five-fold ministry is supposed to be doing. Building you up. Growing you up. Into your most holy faith. Until, certain, until you reach the full stature of Jesus. That's my job. And I can't do it if, if how can you be part of the body when you act like you something else? We going to all get there or we not going to get there? I'm not telling you go home and read. I'm not telling you that. Don't, don't even put that in my mouth. You should read as much as you can. Man. I ain't telling you that. But I'm telling you, please, 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 please. Because I've heard some of the most ridiculous things out of some of the saints' mouth. Because I know you're not being faithful. You want super knowledge. You can't even get the basics right. What he said, like he told him, he said, you still on milk, but you want to chew on me. Let me give you a secret. I'm going to give you a secret to biblical knowledge. When I thought I knew everything, I said, God, give me a thimble full. And when God gave me the thimble full, uh, Sister Nancy, when God gave me a thimble full, he showed me there was a glass full to get. <laughs> and then when he started giving me the glass full, he showed me there was a pitcher full to get. And when he showed me there was a pitcher full, he said there was a lake to get. And then when he showed me there was a lake full, he showed me the ocean. And when he showed me the ocean, he showed me the universe. What am I trying to say? It all starts with the thimble full. And the more you know about God, the more you don't know you know about God. He's too majestic to be swallowed up in a bunch of quick dimity dimity phrases. Some things you've been saying all your life. He's deeper than that. He's more magnificent than that. He's more holy than that. So I just thank God today. For those who have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to his churches. Amen. 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 All right. I didn't, I, I'm done. Uh, Sister Gary, come on. I don't know y'all. I got too many band-aids on me. Mm. Praise the Lord, y'all. Praise the Lord. Praise you know, you know, when, when I come to church, y'all, I don't care how down that I am. I come to worship and praise the Lord with my sisters and brothers. Because we are a team. We are unified in this body to do what the Lord has called us to do. So no matter how many band-aids you got on right now for what our pastor just got through speaking about, you, you got to just wear the band-aid until you heal. Because you know what? We have to know where we're lacking, we, or where we're failing, or when we're doing something wrong. In the Bible, the word says for correction, reproof, it's for all of that. So we don't get corrected or get get straightened out by the man of God 
that God has sent to teach us, guess what? You're going to fail. We're not here to fail. We're here to do the work of the Lord. And when we're doing the work of the Lord, we need guidance, not only from uh, the Lord our God, yes. through the Holy Spirit that we have in us. Yes. We have to move out the way and let the Holy Spirit move in us. Just like Pastor, he's here to help us grow. He ain't here to hurt us or, uh, for you to be walking around with a man-sized band-aid on, but he wants to let you know that you have to open yourself up to the Word of God. It's the Word of God that covers us. It's the Word of God that we move and have our being. Yeah. It's the Word of God that helps us grow in the knowledge of what we're supposed to be growing in. Amen? Amen. I don't know, but I ain't trying to hurt nobody today. But you know what? If I got a word band-aid, if you've been cut today, wear it. Wear it proudly. Because you know what? If you don't know, now you know. Amen? Amen. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. Encourage. You know what? We're going to be encouraged today, right? Because our pastor, he ain't going to stir us wrong. I'm going to tell you something. I found it out. And we are here for a reason. We encourage one another, so we go out to encourage those that need us. And I don't care what's going on. If you think you got it bad, oh, no. It's people out there that got it way worse. So no more pity parties. He is here, and he's pleading to us to get that sword. You that sword and swing your what, Pastor? Strongly and bold. You all right? Amen. What's amazing? Well, y'all moving right along. I wouldn't expect you to move that fast, but I guess I talked a little long. Amen. We right on time. Praise God. Let's get a Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you today for waking us up. I thank you for starting us on our way. Lord, bless the speaker as he's about to come forth, that the word that he's going to say will resonate in our hearts and our minds, Lord, and give us the word of God that we may feed on it and dine on it as he speaks. Lord, anoint his head from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet and anoint his vocal cords, oh, Father God, that he may give us a rhema word today, Lord. I just thank you in advance, oh, Father God, for what we're about to dine on. It's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen? Amen. Amen. He's no stranger to us, Pastor Purdy, amen? Amen. constantly moving and it's only natural that where in a world where things are constantly moving sometimes they collide I used to be a truck driver and in that job I saw many many terrible accidents now, myself, I never had an accident, but I had some incidents. Mm -hmm. And there were times I had to take the truck to the mud. There were times I had to take the truck to the side of the road. And taking it there, didn't know what was going to happen. Didn't know whether the truck was going to stay right side up or not. But in a world where things are constantly moving. My wife and I traveled the other day down the stretch of highway that after we got past Nashville, I had never been before. Ain't many highways I ain't been on, but that was one. Uh, but we made it safe. We made it sound. I seriously had doubted prior to that whether I could still drive like that. Mm -hmm. uh, some 570 miles in one day without a night's sleep in between. <laughs> it's been a long time. But God took us and he brought us back. And on the way back, your pastor called me, and we were we were actually leaving. I think we were somewhere between Atlanta and Chattanooga. 
And uh, Pastor called, and he asked me about this day. He'd been saying to me when, he when we talk on the phone, uh, you ready to get back in the saddle? <laughs> but uh, I thank God for the opportunity to stand before you today. Uh, Pastor was kind of on part of my message, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, many things happen to us. In the Old Testament, the Bible said that the taught, teaches us that the children of Israel went through the wilderness. Metaphorically, we who acknowledge Christ today still find ourselves in the wilderness. Amen? Because if you were of this world, amen? But because you're not of this world, At a certain time of year, they tell me that the salmon, they flow downstream. And at a certain time of year, they turn around in the stream and they begin to flow back upstream. Now, some of the fish are dead. But you can't tell because they flowing with the current. But only a live fish can turn around in the current. Come on. Only a live fish. What we're going to share today, sometimes we might not be a dead fish. Well, we might be a sick fish. <laughs> Amen? And there are things that happen to us in the wilderness that sicken us. I know it has me. See, I remember the time when that truck was my hiding place. I didn't want to preach. They won't teach. They won't be bothered with church folk. And had nerve enough to call myself mad at God. But the Bible says, and it don't say in vain, where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. The grace of God is greater than anything I might fear. Anything I might think. See, because what what had happened at that time, let me kind of explain that. What had happened at that time, I had read the scripture where many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. But I was only dealing with the affliction. <laughs> Amen? Amen? And the affliction had me wound up. Amen. All right, Pastor just mentioned Deuteronomy, and here I go. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, and, and I'm going to try to put this all together for you. Moses says to the children of Israel, he says, Thou shalt also, uh, chapter 8, verse 5 through 11, Thou shalt also consider in thine heart, that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Well, let me say this here. That might be Old Testament reading, but has God ever chastened any of y'all? Oh, okay. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land 
a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and depths, and springs out and spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil and olive and honey, a land where, in other words, he brings you to a good place. He brings you to a happy time. And I, I can honestly say that right now, my wife and I, we are living our, bless, our best life. Amen? Amen. Amen? I went to that convention down there. My gun club is, is what it was. That was our, our first annual convention. And... The young men that traveled down there, they didn't travel with me. But they took such good care of me and my wife. When we got tired of walking, they went and found her a wheelchair. I started taking myself. <laughs> but they took such care of us. They took such care of us to where even when it came time to eat, and I mean, I know these guys, but not like that. They took such good care of us when we started back. I, me and Stephanie was talking, and I asked her, I say, are we that old? <laughs> that people can see all the help we really need? But anyway, let me finish this. It said, and a land wherein thou shalt eat bread, verse 9, Without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are an iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. And I'm going to jump down to the 11th verse. It says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Now, don't forget. Now I want to read two stories to you. I got a new printer, y'all. That's why, that's why I, ain't, I ain't bothered you, sister. <laughs> I got a new printer, finally. Because I need to learn how to make it print a little <coughs> bit bigger. But, but we're going to make do with what we got. Man. All right. Next, we're going to go, and we're going to get to the, Old to the New Testament, but let, let, me, let, me, let me put some background here. Two stories in the Bible that always intrigued me, and I'll share it with you. 2 Kings chapter 22, verses 1 through 8. See, I know y'all study the Bible, so I don't got no props. I really don't. Verse 1 says, Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 30 and 1 years in Jerusalem. Now, Josiah was the grandson of a bad king. He was the son of an even worse king. But, and his mother's name was Jediah, Jedida, the daughter of Adida, okay, of Bosca. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in all the ways of David, his father, and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. And it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan, the son of Isaiah, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, that he may sum the silver, 
which is brought into thy into the house of the Lord, with the, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people, and let him deliver unto them. Now, let, just to make it seem like I'm reading a lot, but just to make this story a little bit shorter. He sent to rebuild the temple because Josiah was a reform, a reformation king. He wanted to tear down and destroy all the wicked things that they had done. But now, when he sent to build the house, the scripture says, if you read this story on, the scripture says that they found the book of the law. Now let me tell you something. You can't find nothing unless it's lost. Amen. 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 So now, so now, so now, here we are in church. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. And the book of the law is lost in the church. <laughs> Y'all get it. Y'all get it. Right now, there are churches all over the place. And the book of the law is lost. Jesus, they had it in his day. And he said, you teach the commandments of men and have forsaken the laws of God. Amen. Amen. One more story. One more story. And this one here, I can't read all that, Lord. And this one here, we're going to go down to uh, that book y'all studying in right now, Luke. Amen? Amen. Down, down on down there, Luke chapter 2. I forgot to highlight this one. I didn't see it, baby. Okay. Book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 41 through 52. It said, now the parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother knew it not. <laughs> but they supposing him to have been in the company went a day's journey and they sought him among their kinfolk and acquaintance I, may, I imagine the whole family went up and they just thought he was back there with them but my thought is how far can you go without Jesus all right. Huh? Come on. Huh? Let me tell you something. Pastor know, y'all know too. There's a whole lot of churches. The lost, the, the word is lost. And they done walked off and left Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, Pastor. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't think for one minute. That can't happen to us as individuals. Uh -huh. Come on. Amen? Amen? There are many things the enemy is regimented. Mm -hmm. And there's booby traps and all kind of things laid in your way to trip you up. Amen. The same thing that tripped you up might not be what tripped me up. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. The devil is your enemy. Mm -hmm. He's a hit man. Mm -hmm. And every one of us that's trying to stay in the straight and narrow way. He's regimented to trip you up. So, this is why we come to Bible study. This is why we set a time to read. This is a time why we set a time to fast and to pray. Because let me say this here. Ain't none of us got it all right. That's right. Amen? Amen. I'm going to tell you how I see this thing. And I used to say this about churches. 
I say every church I see, they like a giant pie with a piece missing. Now, that don't make them bad. Just a piece missing. But here's the thing. What you got to realize is when you see the piece that's missing that you need, you got to move yourself. Amen? You got to move yourself. Now, they used to say back in the old day about being fed. Well, one thing I know for sure, I've only known one other pastor in the whole city of St. Louis who worked any harder than your pastor. Now, I won't say harder, as hard. Amen? So, we ain't got to worry about the word being lost up in here. Amen? Amen? Amen. The only part we got to worry about is don't walk off and leave Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Because, see, 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 we know how to act. And we can come here and act like we in Christ. Come on. Come on. I, I, hallelujah. Come on. I know I can act like, I can act like I'm saved. I used to act in the church too. Because me and my other wife was separated, but we used to get together on Sunday morning and go sit in the church like we was together. But I'm going to tell you something, Saints. I can't stand playing for so long. I'm either in it to win it. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. I got projects at home that need to be done. But I don't feel like I'm going to finish them. So I don't touch them. And I have, the Lord have given me grace to stand the ridicule. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sister came into the house. You know where that, that where that fireplace is. You see all that nice new wood up there? I ain't touching. <laughs> I can't paint and I can't cut. With scissors or circular saw or table saw. I can't cut. I don't care what I cut. If I cut this pole in half, it'd be empty. It'd be it'd be uneven. <laughs> You got to know your own limitations, you know. Know your lane and stay in it. But they had a problem here, and the problem is a right now problem. See, Ecclesiastes tell us there ain't nothing new under the sun. And let me tell you something. We can get so caught up in everyday living. We can get caught up with the rigors of life. Life is full of swift transition. Okay? Y'all doing things that y'all wasn't doing for the baby came. Amen? Amen? There's some new things you got to do. There's some things that you was able to do you can't do. Because the baby here now. That's why me and Sister Purdy glad. I, when I first met Sister Purdy, I told her then. I said, now nah, I ain't be no hanky-panky because you still a childbearing age and I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now y'all, y'all laugh if you want to, but I told her that. No, ma'am, you no, 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 no. <laughs> a star in the east wouldn't even help you. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do that no more. But the things that happen in our lives sometimes be, they they you know can't nobody tell you how to respond to your your red sea. Amen? But I do know this. The word of God tells us acknowledge the Lord in all thy ways and he shall direct your path. That's true. You might not be able to bleed Judge Judy and, 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 and them other people that know a lot of stuff. They're smarter than I am. But you can't let 
Steve Harvey run your life. Come on. Amen. 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 I mean, it might sound good. Amen. I don't. We were talking, Pastor Gaskin and I were talking about someplace he went and they had praise dancers and all that. That's all that's good. But ain't but one thing that me and Pastor is concerned about. How you living? You know what I'm saying? Because if we come up in here and we preach and we pray and we teach and you still be lost. Amen? Amen. If you still every time does a wind blow, you find yourself bowing and bending. Amen? Now don't get me wrong. They tell me that the cedars of Lebanon, that the roots, they go down deep and they strike a rock. And when they strike that rock, they wrap around that rock. So when the winds blow, yeah, it blow them over. But when the winds stop blowing, they stand back up straight. You know what I'm saying? That's what the word of God is for us. We're standing on the rock. We're wrapped up. We're tied up. We're tangled up. But the roots have to grow deep. How many times in the Bible it talks about being planted by the river? Because the ground is real fertile and the roots can go deep. I know I dropped But I don't need them right now. <laughs> You know, I see. Well, I ain't gonna say that. But we have an instance where, they, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? What people do for old folks? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey Amen. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Uh, but Mary and Joseph. And the Bible say that they went three days journey, I believe, without the Savior. Can you imagine your life three days without Christ? I can't. I can't. I can't even, I can't imagine it. Can't nobody tell me to do it. Can you imagine the word of God? Now y'all have Bible study more than anybody I know. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but then I don't know a whole lot of folks, okay? <laughs> but 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 y'all have Bible study, so the word ain't gonna get lost in here. Amen. Because Pastor ain't gonna let it happen. Amen. But if the word preached and taught doesn't go home with you, right? Amen. Right. If it doesn't show up in your everyday walk and talk with the Lord, okay? amen. See, you can't just be saved in here, you got to be saved out there. Because that's where the light is. He was talking about illumination. You're supposed to light up the place when you walk in the room. Amen? Amen? Amen. Yep. There's supposed to be something in you that instantly people know you're different. And if we're not manifesting that, let me tell you something. I've said it before. Sometimes you have to be careful. When we were down there in the, at the convention, some of the guys, they got together and they went somewhere they told me they wasn't going. But I didn't care. They went to a strip club. Now, we just had a meeting back here Tuesday. So that's what all the talk was, what happened. And they started coming up to me confessing. But pretty, they got me drunk. And I got this, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, you know. I know how people get drunk. 
Okay, it's like this here. You know, it's your elbow. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and I went to the club. Well, okay, I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm glad that you made it back safe and everything. That's all. But I thank God that they saw enough in me try to keep it from me. But I already knew what they were going to do. You know, I've been there. Now, I ain't, been to, I ain't been to a strip club. First one I went to was in 1970. Only one I ever been to. Because it was sickening to me. <laughs> and that was in Salinas, California. That's the first and last time. I didn't, I didn't care for it. I, I ain't going to tell no lie. Them beat up chicks in there. <laughs> I, I ain't never coming back to this. <laughs> no, no, sir, not me. But so I understand. And most of us have had our conversation in the world. Amen? Most of us have had our life. We know how to cut somebody out. The only reason we don't do it is because we saved, hopefully. Amen. <laughs> but it ain't because we're scared. But the Bible don't say in vain, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Let me tell you something. When you can get bogged down with what somebody else think of you, when you can get bogged down with what you don't seem to have. I had to learn these things. God had to break me from these things because the only way you could judge my happiness at that time was what I put by what I possessed. And the enemy came along and took all of it. I never experienced hunger when I was a kid. But there I was, 30-something years old, in an apartment about to starve. Amen? But it had to happen so God could show me who he was. That's right. Amen? So we can't walk off and leave our Savior in our thinking because of our circumstances and our happenstances. We can't do that. And the enemy tell you, you know, that used to be my biggest fear is that something would happen and I would go back. Well, God helped me along to the point now I don't have nothing to go back to. Amen. Amen. That's the good thing. That's the good thing. But some of us might still be struggling with that. It's okay to struggle. That's what I want to tell everybody. It's okay to struggle. Just don't quit. Amen. 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 Because you might not want to talk to Jesus, but he'll never stop loving you and talking to you. Amen. And I ain't telling you what somebody heard, but some, what I heard, I know it for myself. When I ride in that truck and I didn't want to be bothered with church people and I didn't want to be bothered with the church and all of that. And this is true, y'all. I was mad at God. But it wasn't because of what God did. It was what people did. And I hear y'all been teaching uh, hurt, church hurt. Let me tell you something. That's the worst kind of hurt. Where do you go? Where do you go when the people who you thought, who you thought, well, let me tell you something. If you put this word down in you, you can go anywhere. Amen. You know why? Because you ain't walked off and left. You got him with you. Amen. Same as song, the spirit of the Lord is here. Every one of us should have brought him in here with us. That's right. You don't need to get here the full spirit. You should have it out there. The old preachers used to say, I feel my help coming. He's there with me all the time. That's Old Testament teaching. I feel my help coming. No, I felt him this morning. I felt him last night. I felt him when I didn't take the insulin medicine. And I looked at my blood sugar and it's fine. 
Amen. Amen. I ain't saying don't do that, man. Right. Take care of yourself. That's right. But I was in that zone. And when I get in that zone, I'm good. Now, when we leave here, we're going to make a beeline for somebody's buffet. <laughs> but my thought was get the work done first. Get the work done. Brother Arsenio, I used to do what they call hot shot runs. I'd be at home all day. They call me at 2.30 and tell me you need to pick up out of marriage and you got to have it in Detroit by 7.30 the next morning. Go, gotta go. So I know how to get geared up, ready to go do whatever God give me to do. Amen. 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 I ain't got to. I, I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with fasting. But if you got to fast three days before you can get a word from God, come on now. Come on now. God, every one of us, our testimony should be, he walks with me and he talks with me. Why? Because I'm listening. I'm listening for him to speak. I expect him to speak to me. I expect him to show me this way, that way. Amen. But and, and, and you know, some of us might know somebody. You'll see somebody before this week is out, and you'll be able to tell they done walked off and left Jesus, or the book of the law is lost in them. <laughs> no, it's serious. It ain't funny, but 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 that's what we are. Why? We've been given eyes that we might see. Come on. The world is dying. All you gotta do is look at the news. Amen. The world is dying. I sat in a group. It gave me a great, a great hope for our city. There's a group down there in one of the classes that I went in. And it was, they said it was, me and Stephanie was together. And they said it was for men only. I, I don't separate from her too quick. But something in my spirit said I needed to go in there. I'd be seeing these men walking around, and it's, it's called Black Men Build, BMB. But anyway, we went in there, and we sat down, and we talked about problems in our communities. Come to find out that there was a chapter here in the St. Louis area, and one of the young men were there. And... Listening to them, by the way, they did an age count, and I was the oldest one in there. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I used to hang out with a lot of older men, and uh, I was always the youngest one in the crowd. Time bring about a change, y'all. So, but anyway. It was a really good group. It was a really good thing. They had some really good things to say. And I'm glad because it talked about in the community reaching young black men. Now, a lot of things that they were saying they want to do, the one thing that was missing for me was God. Exactly. Because, you know, and I don't know, they might have, they might have, you know, right now, to be politically correct, you can't talk about God. <laughs> well, that part of the book of the law ain't lost in me at all. But again, um, that was what I observed, but it did make me want to, want to shun the group. Because now I'm saying, Lord, what, play, what part can I play? Amen? What part can I play? Uh, but, but again, people, you know, you see these things that are old things, but they're happening right now. Amen? 
How many churches? They preaching and teaching everything but the word of God. Amen? You know how to walk. They'll tell you that that baby can't have communion. And I'll tell you that baby probably in better shape to have communion than some of us. Amen? Amen. So how you going to deny her? Jesus said, forbid them not. Amen? Yeah, they think it's grape juice and a cracker. But that's all right. Right now they rolling on your faith. Amen? But if you, the Bible says that if you train them up, in the way that they should go. When the time comes, they'll walk on it. Let me tell you, that, that boy about Manasseh, one of Josiah's, uh, that was his granddaddy. I know I, <laughs> I know I know I had to get this part right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But uh Manasseh was a scoundrel. But they say in the scripture, they say that there came a time when Manasseh was put in jail. See, here's the thing. Somebody said this at Universal one day. They had a son. And the son said that he know the truth. He just not walking in it. Well, okay. But anyway, Manasseh knew. But they say when they put Manasseh in jail, locked him down, he remembered God. Amen? Now, I don't know what he did after that. I don't know. I, I didn't go that far with it. But, but I've always heard that he was put in jail. And, and his father was a good, good man. But Manasseh turned out, see, that's that's how I got the guilt of my sons off of me. They made them choices. Okay? That's what I got that off of me. Because, see, there was preachers telling me that, you know, if you if you call to God, your house and everything is, is all right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I jumped through all the hoops. I jumped through all of them. And I still didn't wasn't good enough. Oh, but when the dungeon shook and the blinders fell off. Amen. And I can say I'm free. See? I can hear all that and it don't mean nothing to me. You know, I'm gonna get up and walk out the door, shake the dust from my feet, and keep it moving. That's right. And sometimes we haven't grown enough to be able to stand some of the things that pastor say. Now, only thing about that, if I was someplace else, that might withstand. But there's no reason for you not to grow here. Amen. There's no reason for it. And not growing here is an open rebellion. That's it. Not growing here is an open rebellion. But it's not a problem for pastor. Amen? Because what it does is, when you've heard the truth, let me tell you, you know there was a time when I stopped talking to people because I was meeting so much opposition. And I knew that the more I told them, the more they became responsible for. Amen? Amen. When pastor, let me tell you something. When, when, when pastors, when pastor preach and teach, when Sister Venus preach and teach, y'all, and you don't do what you're supposed to do with it, it's not a reproach to them. But it becomes a snag to you. Amen? So it's important that not only is the book of the law not lost, not lost in the house, it can't be lost in your house. All right. Amen? Amen. 
It can't be lost in here. David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Amen. God is a right now God. I don't care what situation you in, what circumstances you find yourself in, God is there. And there is a way of escape because he said it was. Yes. He said he wouldn't put no more on you than you're able to bear. And with every temptation, he'll make a way of escape. Thing is, most of the time, it ain't one we want to take. Amen? Sometimes all it takes is to tell somebody who wronged you, you sorry. Amen? And it brings peace. It breeds peace. And I'm going to say this to preachers, teachers, and everybody. Ministry has to be more, has to be bigger than your ego. Ministry has to be more important than what's going on in your house. Because if you get about God's business, he'll straighten out the house stuff. Let me tell you something. The Bible say, if you want any man that walk up right there and woman that walk up rightly, he make even his enemies be at peace. Amen? Let me tell you something. There's a house across the street from us. And I think the dope dealers done zeroed in on the house. Because the house will be empty for six or seven months to a year. And the next thing you know, that's all since the guy that was living in there when we first moved in, that's all that's moved in the house is dope dealers. And I sat on my porch and looked right at them. Like I said, I know the game. The choice cars pull up, somebody come out, hand somebody something, go back in the house. The other day, Stephanie say that one of, one of the guys that's over there now, they came out and sat on the porch with an AR-15. Well, they don't want to start that with me. They really don't want to start that because I can level the building. But we don't want to do that. We got there's a better way in the church, right? So, so we pray. And I told Stephanie today. I said, been about two weeks now, and I ain't seen nothing. The blinds are still in the same place. Don't look like no life over there. Ain't stinking, so ain't nobody dead, but they're gone. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And that's all that matters. I don't care where they go, why they went. The last time they got something out there, I was out there washing off our porch. And I seen the trucks down, down the street. All of a sudden, a big old truck pulled up there. And all them people got out there with them guns. And they looked like a giant centipede walking up the line. They surrounded the house. My front door was open. Because like I said, I was cleaning out the front porch. They scared me so bad, I turned the water off on the hole and went all the way around the back. Because if they start shooting, I don't want to be out there. That ain't my battle. Amen? And that brings us to the next thing. We got to choose our battles, saints. There are some things that we battle over that they ain't our battle. It ain't our battle. Like I say, they don't want to start no mess over there, but they got to come on my property to get me involved. Amen? Amen? Right. I ain't no long ranger. But prayer is our greatest weapon. Amen. And every one of us in here got to know that we need a God on our side. Right. Amen? Amen? So we don't walk off. And I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a mistake. The only thing is, we see the same things carried out today, with greater depth, with greater intention. They walked off and left Jesus, and they lost the book of the law in the word in the, in the house. Amen? Amen. But the greatest thing we can do today, us few right here, right now, is enough to change the world. Amen? It's enough here because God 
is not the God of many, but he is a God of plenty. And he'll give us what we need to do whatever we desire to do in his name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I didn't go as far as I thought I was going to go, but at least I studied. <laughs> Amen. 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 Good word. Good word. Good word, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 It was something that was said in that 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 and something that uh, Karen said to me last week, and I'm working on a sermon about this because I, I, I want you to know this with all heart, with all my heart, and everything that's in me. I am not your covering. Okay. All right. Now I know where that comes from. I am not your covering. Amen. Amen. Last time I checked in the Bible, the Bible says the husband is the covering of the wife. If Jesus is our bride, I mean, if we're Jesus' bride, then he's our covering. Amen, brother. I'm here to point you to the covering. I'm not here to be your covering. I'm too flawed to be your covering. Ain't no man out there your covering. Come on, man. Ain't no, Jesus didn't die to have a man between him and you. He said, see, I'm, I'm not going to leave that alone because I'm about to start preaching. But, uh, but he ain't, but you ain't, but you don't need no covering. You got Jesus. Let the word cover you. That's it. All that foolishness, your covering. You can't do nothing without the pastor. Man, the devil is a lie. You better do it without your pastor. That's right. Whether I, even if I am, you better get a relationship with God for yourself. Yeah. Amen. And Brother Purdy's right. It hurts me to talk to people now. I, and I'm glad you said that, so that means I must be in the right track. Sometimes, and, be, and be, I don't know if you get there, sometimes it's like they, the people don't understand that when I tell you the truth in love, it makes no difference how you take it, but it is in love. I'm telling you this. When you reject it, yes, yes. when you walk away from it, it ain't on my head no more. It's on you. And see, I don't want you to be in front of Jesus talking about some, well, I, I never heard the truth. He gonna say, he gonna say, no, let me roll it back. There you go. Look at the screen. And he gonna roll back the many times truth was told to you. Sir. And you just want to be, like he said, open rebellion. And that was makes me cry. Yes, sir. The saved yes, folk still got that open rebellion in them. And they want to do what's right in their own eyes. And like I say, it just hurts my heart. Because at times I just don't want to say nothing. Yeah. All I do is shake my head and pray. Because I say, Lord, how long, how many times do I have to tell them? Or how many times I got to tell anybody? And don't think I'm just talking about you. I'm talking about, I mean, I talk to people all over the world. How many times I got to give advice that's never taken? <laughs> it hurts. Because I'm giving you the advice straight from the word of God. And you say you want it, but then I give it to you, and then I see no change. And the Lord say, just be patient. But Lord, how long do I have to long suffer? He say, as long as it takes. Because he reminds me, it took you 45 years to get here. So be patient with other people. That's the only thing y'all got going for you because it took me a long time. <laughs> Amen. Brother Purdy brought some things really to my heart. And uh, I, want, I want to acknowledge him too. Like we're going to do walk-up prayer today out at the park at 1 o'clock in O'Fallon. And uh, with another ministry, Benevolent Ministries, they asked us to come. Ain't that great when somebody asks you to come to do prayer at their event? Amen. Amen. So we're going out there at one o'clock and uh, do uh, do our thing. And uh, he's the one who suggested drive up prayer. And I got a sign that says that. And but then I said, you know what? Why don't we do something like walk up prayer, where we can just be where people are walking around and they can come up. And it's been very fruitful. Because what Purdy said is trying to tell us is, if you be faithful to the mission. God will illuminate some things to you. That faithfulness to the mission then open up some things. I heard Karen say some things. I heard Marvin say some I didn't watch some growth in them just from coming to the park. 
because they've been faithful to the mission that God has put before us. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for everybody who's listening around the world. We always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and at peace. And remember to do what? Walk in truth. Amen. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you for tuning in to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN Network. Come join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Sunday worship. Bible study is held on Tuesdays at 11 a.m and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are located at 3006 North Lindbergh Boulevard Suite 711, St. Louis, Missouri, 63074. All are welcome and we look forward to seeing you soon.